Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. the casket cast where lauren phillips just made my bucket list <laughs> uh, i was hiding her from deal oh my god there's a lot of there's a lot of porn out there i enjoy and if anybody knows of any new hot redhead that i've not seen just fucking dm me that shit well danny jensen's got new fake titties at rotten corpse radio by the way on twitter on instagram <laughs> Well, not new. She's had him for a couple of years. It's not really not new. So, nah, but we, yeah, I, I, I've, I've liked Danny Daniels. She's not one. No, of, not Danny Daniels. Danny Jensen. Jane Jensen. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's too many Dannys now. Yeah, there it's are. like the Jenna back in the day. Yeah, no, there's still a lot of Jennas out there too. It's like fucking mad. That's a name that'll always be. So yeah, I was um, I was just looking around on Instagram, just kind of fucking around. First thing I see when I when I get my phone on. Fucking Elvira putting on makeup. Now, Hottest old chick ever. Dude, seriously. I mean, I don't care if this is... A, <coughs> I don't care if this is an illusion or not. Cassandra Peterson is fucking gorgeous. And I love everything she's doing here. I love her down the makeup, the big-ass titties. I mean, I'm not even a fan of titties. But I love fucking her titties. <laughs> I mean, her whole look, her, everything, her, her amazing-looking body, everything. Everything there is. Plus, she's funny as fuck. I mean, what well, do you? She's ex- a hilarious and a good person and a nice person, not like yeah. a douchebag. I know she still loves her fans. She always does the cons, dude. Always. She doesn't even have to. No, she doesn't. Totally doesn't have to. I mean, anytime she wants, she can probably just make a weird comeback, start appearing on like weird Halloween commercials, and charge. You're gonna as make much me as, watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and charge as much as Bruce, Bruce Buffer for saying fucking. Are you rerunning over Lumba? Just by showing up on Halloween and getting paid tons of money. So, you know... Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm probably going to watch Mistress of the Dark tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. And Last week I was on an old school bender. I watched Gremlins because guess what? I forgot. That's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. And they're making a new one. I don't want them to. It's going to be a sequel. I don't want them to. The bad thing is that I can imagine them doing CGI. Which would be a, a real shit thing, you know? What about Stan Winston's studio? I'm pretty sure they can make a fucking bunch of them. Um, yeah, but Stan Winston's studio is kind of shit upon fucking 
uh, Predator in the new Predator movie. I loved the original-looking Predator, but the CGI Predator was just nothing but a spit in the face to Stan Winston. Yeah. Or basically any of the badass makeup artists out there, too. And it's... uh... Now... This is kind of a fun segue, so and that's not even our show, by the way. That's another show we do. <laughs> so let's check out the segue files if you haven't gotten a chance to. Um, no, really good segue to that would be um, the fact that here we are, yes, Tom Savini making a major fucking comeback in media uh, nowadays. Not only has he done a new mask for Bray Wyatt in the WWE, but he also did the new mask for Corey Taylor in the new Slipknot revival. So, or they have a new album out. They got a new video out. It's actually okay. Song's not that bad. Band sounds the same, even though they got a bunch of different dudes. Um, so much for calling it quits after that one guy died. I mean, <laughs> anyway, the. I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't have much of a choice. I mean, they were kind of slowly mo- losing members, and now that Corey Taylor, or that uh, not Corey Taylor, but um. Joey Jordanson's gone, and now that, you know, I mean, there's a couple, one guy that died, another guy just recently left, I think uh, Will was telling me about that the other day, with all these people going away, the only original member of Slipknot that's still left is the fucking clown, Corey Taylor's not even the original singer, I mean, most of those guys are like, they've kind of been interchangeable, mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, well, I, you can you can argue that the, the the current lineup would be like there's like four or five guys who are still there who've been there since the first album, but I mean, for anybody who's like a hardcore fan who looks into it, Slipknot had a lot of different dudes before the guys they ended up starting with. So, uh, but the fact that Tom Savini is making some really cool fucking special effects masks out there, the fact that there's a lot of new practical effects going on, like I. We have gone to links, and I'm not going to talk about it too much more after this. We have gone to links, or, or links, links, I can't even fucking say it today, um, to talk shit about fucking child's play, but you have to give it to them for this. They're using practical effects. All practical effects. Except for the eye part. Um, and they actually showed that in the behind the scenes. So, I mean, they went, they're going back to the old school animatronics, so... Um, they used a lot of the... What is they, this, Pinocchio's Revenge? Yeah, they should just call it Pin- Pinocchio's Revenge. It looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that a guy like Tom Savini is being able to be pushed out into the mainstream the way he is right now, I mean, he's been around for a long time. He's been a big name in the horror community. But now he gets to, you know, show off his fucking shit, not only just really in the form of The Walking Dead, because... I mean, without him, there would be no Howard Berger and Greg Nicotero, and so there'd be no Walking Dead special effects the way we see him now. Um, but not only are you seeing it, you know, his his work translated, you know, on and on with different studios, but you got guys of his, um, students of his, like the guys that did the special effects for Game of Thrones. They're all students of fucking Tom Savini's. Um, like, uh, what was it, uh... I think they have the, um, I mean, other than that, there's the WWE, and then, I mean, have you seen that new Bray Wyatt mask? Oh, that is vicious looking. Yeah, that I is. I love it. Dude, it's a wicked mask. I thought I was going to really hate this whole, like, kids TV show host, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. 
<laughs> so I thought it was funny when I first saw it, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute, they're really serious with this, aren't they? Wowie, yowie, or yowie, yeah, wowie. It's not even a segment. It's like literally becoming the whole show now. <laughs> like, Bro, he is just going to be vicious. Yeah. It's a good thing they're repackaging him. I mean, it's fun that they're keeping him kind of the same. We're still getting that glimpse of, okay, so maybe he's not like David An alternate Bray Wyatt, almost. Yeah. Um, that he can go back to if it does really well, and he can also go back to his old Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, Makes me wonder, do you think they'll debut him at, um, they'll debut new Bray Wyatt? Um, either Money in the Bank or Monday yeah. Night Raw. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Money in the Bank. I mean, it'd be good to do it on the go-home show, too, with the Raw afterwards, but, um, but, yeah, I can see, I can totally see them doing that for Money in the Bank. I'll definitely have to go back and watch it because I know I won't be able to see it tomorrow when it happens, but I'll have to watch it. Or uh, he comes in and screws over AJ. Ooh, that could be. A, they could mm-hmm. read. They could ignite that feel. That would be kind of cool. It'd be good to have a weird feud like that. Or um, Intercontinental. Hmm. Him and Finn Balor. The demon. What if he joins forces with Samoa Joe? Or Samoa Joe SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, is he on SmackDown? Yeah, apparently Bill was saying they had uh, the best match he's seen in months was Cesaro versus Rey Mysterio this last Monday night. Yeah, I heard about them breaking up the bar, too. Big boo on the break of the bar. Yeah, but they the, the they have those wild... They did the... It was pointless to do the shake-up because now he has this wild card thing where three people from each show can come back and forth on each show. Oh, God. Like, but all I can say is go AEW. Yeah, no shit. Getting a spot on TNT, uh, getting uh, getting as much talent as they've got. I mean, that main event, Cody versus fucking, uh, versus his brother. I keep wanting to call him Gold, Gold Dust, but it's like, it's hard not to see him that way. But yeah, it's like Cody versus Dustin. That's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, are we going to see a CM Punk running out this fucking show? I don't know. I mean, are we going to... I mean, what... Are, I could imagine that. During. Because who's calling himself the best in the world right now? Shane McMahon. No, no. N-A-W. Oh, who is? Jericho. Oh, really? Or Jericho's always... And who's been called the best in the world? Kenny Omega. I can totally see CM Punk ruining that match. Or not ruining it, I mean, more or less improving it, but, <laughs> I mean, even though it'll still be a good match. I mean, Kenny Omega isn't really known for And having... I love Jericho's new makeup. Oh, yeah, his fucking new look is great. And, um, I mean, when you have the talent that's in the ring now, that'd be a really cool way and fun way to debut him, because I don't think they've really even talked about who's going in for a title, you know, with AEW. I mean, this is their second pay-per-view, or, or third pay-per-view. Um, or no, second. It's mm-hmm. double or nothing, so... Um, I can totally see, you know, some very different shit happening. You know, but as far as their championship picture goes, you know, it's like... They got, all, they got a few guys they can really pull from right now. And I think they have all the makings of being badass competition to Vince. And... What and how ironic is it now? You got fucking Monday Night Raw and you you know WWE kicking ass on it, 
And guess who's coming from fucking Turner? <laughs> oh, and they got Earl Hebner. <laughs> it's you know it's gonna feel super strange. Oh, they got Jr. They got a few other guys. Uh, the thing the thing about it though, when they really start doing their show, it's not gonna feel like true Turner until we get the man they call Sting. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Tony Schiavone. They should get Tony Schiavone somehow. And uh, I don't know. I think they'd I think they'd be missing out if they didn't. But well, yeah, I do want to see that good, but because um, I'm pretty sure if they gave him the right money, he'd totally come in. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll, he'll he'll quit doing fucking Mariners baseball." <laughs> oh, just let him cuss. I love it when Tony Schiavone cusses. I know that's what I love about his podcast too. I'll sit there and listen to fucking what what happened when all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, I like his mock ring and or his mock announcing and shit. It makes me want to watch, do a watch along with their shows, because they always like do ma- major pay per views from like WCW or WWF, and um, he always does those. And it's like he has these really funny like off the wall commentaries and shit. And I love his like, he's always got something to say about like. Booker T and like fucking. I miss Tony Schiavone, dude. The old yeah. WCW God, God, I God, I miss him. Yeah. And he'll never go. He just, I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't go to Vince when everybody else did in WCW. Yeah, it's probably because when he was there, you know, because he was there for a little bit, which I, t- I had no idea. I did not even realize. I'd rather that. hear him any day of the week than Michael fucking Cole. Oh, I know. Vintage. Ugh. Vintage, vintage Orton. Uh, here's some vintage. For vintage you. Cena. Some wrestlers have died recently. Yeah, I mean, speaking of vintage, what a waste of fucking vintage do we have in fucking Ashley Massaro, dude? Unbelievable. I mean, kill, uh, so kills herself. So they actually released the report about mm-hmm. a day or so ago. More oh, is she 39? Yeah, she's like really close to our age. And, I mean, you know she made some kind of uh, mark in WWE because, first off, the fact that she was able to start when she did at the level that she started at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, even though I didn't really think much of her, like, because this was around the time, you know, you had, you had some other girls that actually could wrestle. So, like... The few that weren't, you know, they were just winning competitions just to be on there and shit. I mean, she she was able to stand out in such a way that they even gave her gimmick to Liv Morgan when she was in NXT before she f- became Harley Quinn. And <laughs> mm. she became super fucking scary and super hot. But I guess that's what happens when Enzo Amore sticks his dick in it. Exactly. Ugh. Because you regret it. You want to do better with yourself. <laughs> well, and the passing of uh, the Silver King. Oh, yeah. yeah Silver King he, died, uh, too. He died, basically, almost died in the ring. Yeah. He's 51. It's like, I mean, since, like, uh, Peril, you know, Peril de Guayo, um, you know, since him dying in the ring, you know, like, I mean, Ric Flair's had a heart attack in the ring. Yeah, and the the the, the craziest thing is too with Silver King, dude was like in his fifties, fifty one, and he fucking just like that's I mean because that motherfucker has been doing shit for a long time. He's been wrestling since the nineties. 
he made appearances in WCW back in the day. He used to wrestle for fucking New Japan, or not New Japan, uh, I think he did do his stint in New Japan, but, you know, he was in AAA, he was in CMLL. I mean, he was kind of all over the place. And even when he wasn't in Mexico, dude, he was here, randomly, in different mm-hmm. fucking feds, just fucking mixing it up. And Well, I mean, like... Motherfucker was a hard worker. You know? The thing I need, that needs to be brought up, like Stephen Oliver said about the deaths... Yeah. ...in WWE, like, they need to have it looked into like they did with the NFL with the concussion protocol. Yeah. Nothing happened, really, until Junior Seau shot himself in the fucking head. And then some very smart fucking people fucking looked into it. And some yeah. very smart fucking people need to look into this as well. Yeah, because, like, because the thing is, you know, like, I mean... I think... Who's to say what caused... And the reason they're they not going to do it is because yeah. all these wrestlers that are, that are dying wrestled for not just Vince, and basically Vince is going to have to pay it. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes, where the, those wrestlers will never get a big settlement. Yeah, like, I know, the, I know um, the big interview they did with the AEW's owner, he said that their guys are going to be well taken care of. So it's, Well, we'll see. We'll, let's hope that, you know... We'll see. Let's hope that they're actually going to stick to their word and not be another WCW, you know? Because that's the last thing we want. Well, the one wrestling. thing we can hope for is better competition. Yeah. I could, that In that respect, yes. That's the one thing I'm definitely looking forward to in that respect, is just really good competition. Now, now, I had high hopes for TNA back in the day. Back when they were doing their pay-per-view things, we used to watch them every week. It was set for more for our generation. Yeah. They had shaking girls in cages shaking their ass. Yeah. It was kind of... It was magical. <laughs> uh, but, but one thing I'll say about, like, TNA, you know, like, when it was on Spike TV, or, or it was, even when it was on Fox Sportsnet, you know, I mean... It was a great show. It was a really good one-hour show. And did it need to fucking go the direction it went? I would have I would have been better. It would have been better off sticking with the hour-long format, not signing Hulk Hogan. And I think that show could have... I think that show would still be really good. And now a lot of critics say that it's really good, but... Aside from the fact that the in ring, you know, the in ring work is, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say that is a big negative with TNA right now, or Impact Wrestling right now, is it's just fucking it's lackluster because you're watching it. It's got shitty fucking production. I mean, that one of the last pay per views they did. Me and Will, yeah, we were watching it, and it was like good matches, but man, that fucking. That camera work sucked. Mm. Oh, that camera work was fucking horrible. Yeah, and the fucking <coughs> bad. Everything bad. Like it, it, it made the feel. Everything produced really about funky. that. The audio was fucking horrible. The, yeah. the camera work was fucking horrible. The production was horrible. Period. Whatever that was, that was horribly done. Yeah, and you know, I just, I, I really wish you know they would, you know, they would try to pick up because like. Or at, le- at least go back to how they had it, you know, like, because they got a lot of really decent talent, you know. I mean, there's a big possibility, because I hear, like, their WWE is planning on getting rid of Bobby Lashley, so I can imagine he would go back to fucking Impact. Yeah, okay, I guess he's got a match at Money in the Bank against... Oh, does he? Braun Strowman, but I thought Braun Strowman was in the... I know Leo Rush is definitely on his way out, because, I, I mean, even on social media, he's been, like... Everything happened to do with him, yeah. Yeah, every, everything happened to do with He's WWE. Been cut been, out the show. Yeah, and then Sasha Banks, she's gone. Um, the 
Luke Harper. Revival or not resigning. Yeah, Luke Harper. Like, so I think we're in this kind of weird, funky transitional period. Well, they're going to lose a lot of, if not good, to decent talent. Yeah. Now, I know that AEW is probably not going to be signing them, but, you know, if you can go anywhere else, Ring of Honor, Team Impact, yeah, New Japan, I mean, there's always a somewhere, you know. Uh-huh. That's awesome that there's that somewhere nowadays because it seemed like that was really a thing back in the day. Well, sometimes it helps their career, like McIntyre. Yeah. Look at him. It helped his career to leave and come back. I'm pretty sure it's going to do fucking gangbusters for fucking Knox. Moxley. John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Not no Dean Ambrose. See, now I have to get used to calling him John Moxley again. I was yeah, like, it took me a long time to get used to calling him Dean Ambrose. I was like, I'm forgetting his name. I was like, what are they calling him now? You're John Moxley. What are they calling him? Like, I was I was used to him being the other thing, so. Yeah, he was a Marine. Come on. <laughs> God. Like Marine 2 or 3 or something. Yeah. I don't know. Now he's going to go back to being or a hardcore. Or 8 rounds, part 4 or something. <laughs> now he's going to go back to being a fucking bust, you know, like a weapons carrying fucking bloody uh, knuckle. did a movie about Bruce Lee. Um, I was watching it on Showtime the other day. It was actually WWE Studios. Really? Yeah, they did a Bruce Lee movie. No really wrestlers in it, what I saw, but they did a good job. The guy playing Bruce Lee was doing an excellent job. It was. Hmm. It's very well done. I need to finish the movie, but I need to. That might be one of the best movies I've seen of them. It's the true story about Bruce Lee and how, like, when he got his back broken for teaching kung fu to the whites. Hmm. I can imagine, you know, because like Vince would have a major heart on for something like that. Uh, he's like, oh, Bruce Lee. Now he's the kind of guy we want to get behind. Huh? <laughs> like, like, goddamn, pal. You booked well, that Bruce just Lee. the quotes I hear of what Vince is thinking or people yeah. close to Vince have or leaks of what Vince is thinking. It's just so just redundant. Yeah. It's like it's so stupid. I don't know if I believe him half the time. Yeah, because like it it could be all it could all be bullshit. Yeah, Vince is thinking about banning fans from the Hall of Fame show. Oh yeah, because one oh, because no. of one bad Put them further back. Put them further back and get better security. Yeah, that's true. It's not like they're going to start picking him off from the crowd, you know? <laughs> you like, see how that. far did this guy have to run to get in the ring? And nobody's yeah, no paying shit. attention. I know. I mean, and the security's not doing their job. Yeah, they're sitting on their looking, has all these bright colors on his head. Yeah, he's... At least yellow, I remember. Dude's sitting on their hands, fucking just letting mm-hmm. him through, tackling Bret Hart. I guess he wanted to be the best there was, the best there, there ever. Is <laughs> there is, and the best there ever will be. That's probably what they... That probably that... That was that guy's whole aim. He wanted to take, um, he wanted to take Bret Hart's. Or gimmick. later on, it's a gimmick. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, it was stage two, just like the, just like the, um, the the other one where Enzo and Cass came in. Mm-hmm. Which God, that sucks if that actually happened, because like. And. I don't know. I can. I can there's some things I just hear. I just don't understand. I because the internet's fucking mostly bullshit. Yeah. Now circling back, uh, I wanted to kind of go into this thing with, uh, with um, different kinds of like uh, horror movie show hosts, and this goes back to my Elvira thing. Um, there's like a whole generation of people right now that are growing up with different like icons for like you know what we remember watching movies with. You know, like for us, it was like Elvira on videotape, 
Mm-hmm. And then we had um, Up Gil- all night Gilbert Godfrey and, and Gilbert Godfrey and yeah, Rhonda Shear and uh, Billy Bob or whatever uh, on TNT, the redneck guy. Uh, Billy Bob, Joe Bob, Joe Bob, yeah, Joe Bob Briggs, mm-hmm. yeah, because he's and he's still around too. He's doing shit on Shutter for a new generation. Uh-huh. Spanguli is still around, which is weird. Um, like you can find him on like Comet. Uh, which I thought was really wild because I was like, because I'd never heard of Spanguli until. And then um, I always, I always like, like to Jim throw Cornette. the Curb Keeper in there too. Oh yeah, Curb Keeper. Like, yeah, he was kind of a that was kind of a fun icon for us to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was scary for us is not scary for this next generation. No. And what's scary for them is stupid to us. I know because we've already we've it's like they've gone backwards to try to do like the weird weak scare thing. I know, like, and people are scared so easily now. I know, like this like real dumb haunted house movie that's going to be coming out soon. I don't remember what it's called. That's much of how much I've retained it. Like my level of care has just gone downward to shit, and it just doesn't. It doesn't. It's not appealing. Doesn't look fucked up. It doesn't look scary at all. Um, I don't think they've really done a decent house horror film, you know, since what House on Haunted Hill? Yeah, the remake of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they haven't really done two. I mean, even Thirteen Ghosts was a lot cooler. Uh, yeah, Thirteen Ghosts was yeah. a lot cooler than that. Um, uh, fucking the remake of uh, Amityville. Really, I'm not really a big haunted house. Yeah person. Even just the good ones, you know, the ones that, you know, are entertaining at least to me. Even John Fawcett's... they're all fucking Amityville done over and and over and over and over. over. It's just another movie in a house. But horror has a lot of those. But you put it in a car and call it Christine and it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. (laughs) Or or it starts in a house and then turns into a guy named Jason Voorhees and that's always scares the shit out of me. Um... And like, uh, and you turn into a town, Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, all the same thing. On a very, spe- people on a very, very specific street. Entertained. Yeah, on a very specific street. You, or you can call that town Haddonfield. Oh, snap, son. Oh, man. You can go on forever. What about Texas? Not Dayton. No, I aren't. Even, you not, know. Not Amarillo. Bear Mountain Road, you know, you know, you want to stay off that road, people. Yeah, people live in Oregon. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Bear Mountain fuck Road. Off. <laughs> I think it's called Bear Mountain Road, isn't that right? For wrong turn. Oh God, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Bear Mountain Road. road. Appalachian. You know what's mountains. Ama- you know what's amazing to me is they still have those. They're coming out with a new one. Uh, they're they're just the uh, six deep. I think they're six deep. They could have, like, seven, but I think there's, like, just six right now. Well, there was that one hot chick from uh, Black Christmas that was in that, in the part two or three? Part. Remember the chick who was drunk and had to be put in the shower? That was, uh... And that was also in Wrong Turn 2, I think? Two, yeah. With, she, uh... Yeah, she was, um... Yeah, it was, like, her, Henry Rollins, because uh, he had a pretty funny death scene, because uh, there was, like, that weird reality show thing, that they were doing. What and was that? That guy movie? was like an ex, and he was like an ex military guy in the that movie. just this horror series that doesn't get enough love. Feast? Feast. 
Yeah, exactly. uh, I knew you were going because I said Henry Rollins. Yeah, I, was like, I instantly thought of Pink Sweats as soon as you get into. <laughs> Every time I think of Henry Rollins now, dude, I think of Pink Sweats. You know, Ugh. Henry Rollins and Pink Sweats doesn't get any fucking better than that. And uh, Jay getting his face ripped off in the first five minutes. Oh yeah, that was pretty funny too. And the little things they had for every time you met the person at the beginning on Apple. Oh, yeah. Heroin. Life expectancy. <laughs> Not fucking long. long. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that shit was ingenious. Like, they need more movies like that. Yeah. Like, that are funny and gory and just, you know, it's a movie. Laugh. It's a horror movie. So what? Still laugh. Yeah. If you enjoy it, you know. It's all enjoyment. I, I enjoy, you know. I think that's the I think that's the the one takeaway from every you know kind of uh, collective media right now is that uh, everything is supposed to be for fun, you know. Like don't take it so seriously, you know. Like I mean, wrestling is just for funs. Game of Thrones is just for funs. Yeah, no shit. Quit crying, people. Speaking of it, yeah. I love this season. Y'all can fuck off if you don't like it. Fuck off. Now that yeah, that's that that has been the funniest thing to me is that. People, because, like, I guess since Daenerys went bad and everything else... I think they had to wait two years and yeah. they just bummed out because it isn't going their way. Yeah. They're, like, they're expecting all these, like, horrible things or, like, these non-horrible things to happen. Yeah, you when know, they, if it was going my way, Ned Stark could still be alive. Uh, fucking whole lot of things would be different. Yep. But instead, now we're getting, like, fucking... I mean, my fucking pick of the letter got killed, so... Anything could happen. <laughs> You know, we all can't have our way. Exactly. Hitler Daenerys. Hashtag. We're going to keep that rolling. Oh, dude, she's got fucking the Mad Queen. Ugh. For some reason, she got hotter, literally, you know? Just, <laughs> and not just because of the dragons or anything. And, like, in the destruction of King's Landing. <laughs> just kill everybody. Who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. It'll just be me and my weblings yep. flying around like dragons. And it was, I love the episode. People just didn't like it because, okay, didn't go your way. That's great. Yeah. Go redo it yourself. Get HBO to sign your shit. Go fucking uh, film school and fucking do a bunch of shit. And otherwise, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so if you haven't heard already, uh, I think. Um, I would actually suggest going back and listening to the last episode, not the current, but the last episode of uh, the Segway Files. Our own Axel, um, who's the host of that show, he is actually going to be appearing in a horror film coming up uh, here pretty soon. Uh, so if you want more deets on that, which I'm not going to give you any any more information, go check that out. Um, find us you know on our facebook and stuff and you know like there should be descriptions out there somewhere for everything we're talking about but uh i'm also kind of like i don't know like i think if everybody continues to hate game of thrones maybe i'll actually stop and go back and watch it no it's just this season yeah and it's only it's only six episodes and they're mad because there's only one episode left only one which will probably have aired. And guess what? If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Nope. So it's foreshadowing, people. 
The show, no shit, dude. Yeah, this this show has a a die and let kill, you know, kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. It's not a live and let die attitude. Everything in this show has broken all the general rules, which is why it's got so popular to begin with. So, it doesn't give you what you want. No, it basically is bending the rules on purpose, which mm-hmm. you know, I mean, other shows have done. You know, they've done that in um, Walking Dead. They've done that in this the strain um the, the one, one thing i do want to say Netflix. i want to see lena hetty get the respect she deserves for the role she did yeah because for eight seasons to be one of the most hated people on television for eight seasons yeah for playing a character not even for anything legit you know she probably in real life fucking feeds baby giraffes and does all like, these like she's charitable a- shit and you probably none of you probably even contribute as much to society as she actually does yet because she has a shitty character who's a fucking oh, they in- also inbreeding the piece of shit you know like they they also hated the way she died because it was just her and Jamie in each other's arms and Crush. one of the buildings just crushes them that's fun too and if you were paying attention to the show, people, they asked Jamie in, like, season two or three, how do you want to die? In the arms of the woman that I love. Pay attention, people. Foreshadowing. <laughs> and they're just dropping major hints left and right. It's pretty great. It's funny. If you, that's why I went through and watched every season. Every time a new season came out, I'd rewatch. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, m- hit and miss things I kind of didn't think about. Mm. Um, speaking of TV, Lucifer. Oh, season four, season four. We have one such of my favorite seasons. Friends. Actually, this is our review, by the way, of season four. Of season four, we probably should have started with this. Um, probably, <laughs> but you know, it's a long way around the circle. You know. Anyways, I love the devil look. Spoilers, people, if you haven't watched. It's been out over a week. It's not my problem if you're lazy. Yeah, binge watch that shit. That's what it's for. Netflix. <coughs> There's only ten episodes. They invented binge watching. Okay. <laughs> I watched um, the first five episodes in the night, dude. Sacrifice sleep before I went to work for Lucifer, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. Praise Lucifer. Hail, Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. That's we put our devil horns up in the air. And, um, um, yeah. I liked it. There were certain aspects. I Yes, it was too short. But yes, there weren't filler episodes, which I agree with, and Ryan does not. Nope. Ryan uh, loves his filler episodes. I love my filler episodes because it's like that nice, fun, calm, in-between moment. And they're not really trying to keep building on the story. They're just kind of dicking around. And then we get to go back to the real story. But also, starting off in the first season by bringing a character from Grimm in. Yeah, that's true. A uh, very first episode. Uh, I think it's uh, Sasha something. Um, yeah, he was the, uh, he was the captain in uh, Grimm. The one who was uh, 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 not a hex and beast, but the opposite, like the guy version of hex and beast, and uh, yeah, they fucking. Um, well, he was noticed that he when he when they first meet him. Of course, he looks like he always does. Sasha Roy's. Yeah. Uh, he did such. I know. He, he was just himself. It just felt like, and as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's a dick. I he's got to be a dick. Yeah. He's got to be a dick. The only time he yeah. wasn't a dick was in Land of the Dead. But other than that, he's got to be a dick. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the. Yeah, when you saw him, you just knew there was something up. You know, like, oh, great. I wonder what's going to happen now. 
Um, but he's a great and fun actor. Um, so much happened in this whole full season, you know. We get, we get some, you know, we got Dan. He's like fucking having some issues, uh, still trying to deal with. Well, the it de- starts off with Chloe gone. Just yeah. took off when she saw the devil face. Yeah, and did not react to it nicely. Nope. She was trying to find a face. A, trying to, to find work a way with Lucifer. Yeah, just trying to find a way to get rid of. Finding him. out that he is vulnerable around her, just dealing with a whole bunch of new shit, talking to that awesome fucking preacher. Yeah, because the, uh, and I love the priest, by the way. He was pretty fun. But yeah, like Dan fucking, you know, he was still trying to deal with the death of, uh, of, um, that one woman who, uh, Lucifer's mother, um, and, and you know, she, he took the body, or she ended up taking the body of, and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. there's just, like, yeah, because Father Kenny, or Kinley, he was pretty good, fucking, Actually, the actor that played him, too, he was really gnarly. You said you'd seen him in something else where he was, like, jacked to the gills, right? Oh, he was in uh, The Hobbits. Yeah. As uh, the little fucking Body Ventura-looking motherfucker. <laughs> I totally... Because I, I was like, dude, I recognize that skull and that face. and mm. I do like the fun... The one relationship bump in this season that I really liked was the whole Dan and Maze thing. The fact that, like, you get to see this different side of Dan, you know, where he's, like, beating the shit out of people and kind of doing the whole action cop movie thing with this super hot fucking bounty hunter chick. <laughs> um, I love I loved their relationship in that. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, that was really short-lived, though, and this is where the extra ep- filler episodes would have been good. Because <laughs> um, they could explore some of that side story and some of the fill. Uh, but the other thing was too is that the introduction of Eve you know they, oh hell yeah they introduced Dude, Eve yeah the first she was a tasty little treat the first actual woman created out of or Adam's rib they're, and I love how they're just kind of playing to that too they're like oh yeah this is all these are all factual but Adam was fucking lame <laughs> <laughs> I just like her whole take on it it's because all she wanted to do was party why she that's why she took the apple or she ate the apple she damned us all because she wanted a fucking apple why she was high on mescaline <laughs> high on mescaline or molly or whatever she was on <laughs> oh god i i loved them bringing her in and they took like what about she was in there by the end of the first or the second episode i think it was the fourth oh yeah no they introduced her at the end of episode three and then um by episode four um that's when she starts, uh, you know, kind of getting getting over with Lucifer. You know, this whole um, kind of trying to bring out Lucifer's dark side again. You know, trying to make him the old Lucy. The old Lucy that she loved. Yep. Because this is a very one-sided and very selfish thing. But what better person who's super self-centered to be with another person who was also super self-centered in Lucifer? Mm-hmm. Well, let's face it, Lucifer is the ultimate of self Most of the season, it's him just having orgies and being all yeah. kind of old Lucifer. And he's trying to, the episode where he's like trying to mix both and make both happy and then sends the wrong gifts to the each one. Oh, that was great. He had the, um, was it the copy machine that showed up um, sending fat, or copied messages um, over to fucking, uh, over to Chloe. 
and they end up showing up at Eve, and then Eve, or what was it, and then Chloe gets the uh, underwear, I think? Yeah. Or no, no, the blow-up doll. Or yeah, not the, the blow-up doll. The, the blow-up doll with the, the, the real doll. Yeah, the real doll. I, keep wanting, I don't know why I keep calling it, see, that's how old school we are. We're so used to sex toys being blown up, you know? <laughs> it was just a sex toy. Yeah, that fucking, yeah, those real dolls, man, they're fucking creepy as fuck. You know, if I got anything as a sex toy, I would totally end up, besides having a collection of dildos, I would totally end up getting one of those, like, pussy, you know, pussy ass busts that are jiggly and you can fill them up with hot water. Like, those things are fucking cool. Like, as far as I'm concerned. I've seen those, like, what, there's so much more nowadays. Oh, I know. When it comes to sex toys, if you got the money, you can basically get a whole thing. Yeah, just have simulated sex by yourself. With the fucking, basically... I don't know what they make it out of. Uh, it's some kind of silicone. Yeah, it's just yeah, you just need a lot of lube and you know a lot of free time. Like, I, I, Hopefully, I, nobody I comes over. That and, sorry, I'd be mortified if they I just got those it. ones that plug into the wall that just okay. automates the blowjob. Yeah, and some of them have the remote control that you can blow through your phone. I don't, I'm not really into plugging something into the wall and then putting it on my dick. Yeah. <laughs> They even sell fucking sex toys at Walmart. I mean, a friend of mine sent me some thing the other day. I was like, hey, look, a vibrating egg. And it's made by Trojan. <laughs> I bought it in the fucking uh, the condoms area. It's fucking weird. You know, and sure enough, you have one of those fucking butt plug eggs. And I was just like, or vaginal egg, however you want to use it. It's a fucking egg. Um, you want to use it? Put it in a hole and then vibrate, you know? Yeah. It's not that hard to figure out. I always think butthole, though, when I see something shaped like that. It's like... But don't forget about uh, Lucifer and his orgy pants. Oh, God, those were great. His assless... He shows up to work in assless slacks? Yes. <laughs> oh, where are my orgy pants? <laughs> Didn't notice a breeze? Yep. <laughs> my orgy pants. And then the nudist... Oh, God, the, the nudist fucking call With uh, Amy Garcia. Thank you, Amy Garcia, by the way. Oh, my God. We showing love you. Off, showing off that fantastic butt and Amy's butt, by the way. They're like, I love how her hair was perfectly over her tits. Everyone I know, that was great. They were doing it, when they were asking questions. It, it was such an Adam and Eve Bible picture, you know what I mean? Like, the this whole season, they've been kind of doing this weird thing about reaffirming uh, Ellie's fucking... Or Ella's uh, faith in God. And they did that in many different aspects. Like, um, once she starts drinking and taking Molly and shit, she comes up to the realization, God doesn't exist. And she's like, oh, fuck, ah, newfound atheism. Ah. And then uh, all, all to kind of come back to this all, of course he's not going to step in and do it for me. I have to do it for myself. Blah, blah, blah. Faith affirming. You know, like, but... Uh, the fact that they were able... They did all this weird imagery with her throughout the whole season. Her taking off the cross, putting it back on. Being like Eve, like Adam and Eve walking through the Garden of Eden. And, and the nudist colony, you know, the whole... Like, every... You know, even the Making whole... Making out with Eve, even drugs with Eve, getting drunk with Eve. Trying to fucking defuse a bomb while super high. <laughs> I mean, all the fucking crazy-ass shit. The whole uh, self-sacrifice kind of things. The things that are very... You know, religion affirming, and that's just the way it is. Um, but I mean, but hmm, what a but! Uh, yeah, showing it all off. The I mean, Amy's really stepped up the way she does her character. And then they had to blow her mind by her and fucking 
Detective Douche making out. Oh, God, yeah. That, that's the way the fuck it is. <coughs> and you know we don't care about the two Latinos getting together because we don't like Detective Douchebag, okay? <laughs> um, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, he was Jesus. True blood. Yeah, he was even a cop in fucking, um, in the American version of, uh, oh god, what was that show? Um, man, I can't even remember the, I can't remember the actual word and the, uh, the returned. And the fact that they, uh, you know, had him in the returned as a cop, you know, kind of crazy, but. He's getting typecast as a cop. He used to be typecast as a Latino gangster. <laughs> Latino gangster. Come closer, man. Um, touch my wavelengths. But <laughs> the finale, the beginning, the first five minutes, I laughed my ass off. Fuck. One of the best beginnings Dude. to a finale ever. One of the best beginnings to an episode of television or anything on the big or small screen ever. I mean, oh, that was, and you could tell the actors love doing it. That was like something you would have saw in that '70s show. Yeah. I swear, it's like <laughs> this crazy fucking just out of the blue music number, and it's just like all over the fucking place. And then it place just goes into and, their day, like, "How you doing, detective?" And it was like right after we had seen that episode of you know the end of the previous episode where Maze is like singing Wonderwall to Eve, and because she Eve, loves it, she's in love with. Well, yeah, Eve is one of the most lovable people ever. Yeah, and Eve just kind of takes it out of context, much like Lucifer would if somebody gave him advice. And or was what to else be, happened? Oh yeah, Lucifer couldn't control his devil look. Yeah, he's and he's, he had to forgive himself, and Chloe helped him figure that out. Yeah, but while he while they were even up to that, he was like always wearing gloves, wearing. Oh, you know, that but, episode where yeah. he was like, she was like, you need to put on this scarf. He's like, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Their trust. I like that. She was in on the joke in this season two. Yeah, the joke of. Yeah, um, I'm the devil. I'm the devil. Like she knew about it. She kind of giggled every time he said it. Now too, because yeah. nobody believes like she did. Yeah, because she and knows. there was a point like where they needed to find Eve or whatever or the people, and she she said, "Well, should we just tell them that you're the devil?" She's like, "He's like, it took you three months. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time." <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I like that joke about this season a lot. That was yeah. pretty good. And once she got used to it. Yeah, once she got used to it. When Maze basically told her, you're not the first human to know. And yep. she took it a lot better than you. Yeah. Way better. I mean... Well, she's a therapist. She knows the human Exactly, body. yeah. But, I mean, could you imagine that? It's just kind of blowing your mind. You know, you're like... You see it for the first time. You're like, to realize that there is... Oh. Especially when you see... Because, like, I think his introduction for her... Was showing her his wings, right? Like the celestial, and, and it's like, it's like, I didn't know that was real. <laughs> I gotta go fucking collect my brain now. It just fell all over the floor. Fuck! I gotta mop it up. I need a fucking mop now and a bucket. But I will say this about this season: the devil look in this season was the best ever. Yeah, that was really sweet. <coughs> his wings were fucking badass looking. Dude. Yeah, the way they did his face was really cool. I like. I even like the whole voice thing. Mm-hmm. When the whole when the whole Hell's Army kind of shows up, like all of the demons from Hell just kind of sh- show up on Earth, and Lucifer is like, "Go!" You know, sounds like a, something out of a death metal album. You know, and you're like, "Glenn Benton, is that you?" <laughs> <laughs> Deicide. That was great. I love that. Overall, I, I still liked it. It's not the best season, but guess what? It ain't the worst one. No, it's, it's not. It's probably my second favorite. It, it was better than um, it was better than season one and two. 
even though one's got the mo- one of the most mes- mem- you know memorable moments in it, mm-hmm. and I still think that I still like last season better. Uh, but I will say that season four is awesome. Se- I mean, I've been seeing a lot of really good shit on Netflix. A lot of really good shit. Last se- season of Sabrina was fucking amazing. And the way they ended it. This episode. Where, like, yeah. um, he's on his throne at the end, and mm-hmm. Chloe said that he loved, she loved it's him. Conan, like, and then ending. he said that she, Eve was never his first love; it was always Chloe. Yeah, and that's when he—that's when you get total redemption because you get to see his angel, his real angel wings. And yeah, he yeah. actually gets his angel wings back, and he goes to hell at this awesome fucking throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just sitting there in his fucking tux. Mm-hmm. High up on this crazy looking fucking pillar and thing. And see all of hell. Ah. I mean, what what throne do you want more? That or the fucking, you know, Game of Thrones throne? It's like, jeez. A lot of thrones. Well, there's a, a couple famous swords in the, the Game of Thrones throne. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic pieces. Gandalf sword is in there. Is it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Is Connor McCloud sword in there? I think so. Really? Uh-huh. Clan McCloud. Connor of the Clan McLeod. I can't even do that voice. I, no, I'm not even going to try. Connor McLeod from the Clan McLeod. The only thing I can do of Connor is... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's that remake going to come out? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know if it ever will. But You know, now... Before, th- I used to say, no, I don't want Ryan Reynolds doing that role. Now I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that actually sounds more interesting now. It's like, oh, Connor McLeod, the Clan McLeod, hmm? Well, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you're in for a treat. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, fucking Detective Pikachu. Now, not only is he a voice in the movie, but he actually makes an appearance at the end of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. I was like, Ryan Reynolds, what? And then, like, and I didn't. Even, I can't. I'm. We're not even gonna do a review of that. Um, I watched, not, Yeah, we're definitely not. So I have, watched the movie, kinda. I fell asleep through most of it. Can't actually tell you exactly what happens. I know the good guys win, and Ryan Reynolds is no longer in Pikachu. Um, Jared told me a seed about a, a live fucking Pikachu or whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of there were there were a lot of funny moments in it, but from what I've seen, <laughs> even the ones that, even from the stuff I saw in the previews, but it's kind of a weird thing, you know. Well, is there any other movies we could talk about? Well, other than this one. As a matter of fact, there is. We saw a movie the other day. Now, we got a week. Yeah, we, so past few weeks, we've seen a few movies. You know, we saw The Avengers Endgame. Kind of disappointed. We saw it. I'm not as impressed with it as everybody else is. Yeah, we, we did a review on it last month. But you know what was kind of better? Hmm. When we saw fucking Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. That was such dude. A funny fucking movie. Shazam was great. Fucking dude from that one show you Chuck. love, Chuck. <laughs> he was fucking great. Um, the kids were good. All the kids. Um, the bad guy. Oh, the bad guy was great. Oh, perfect choice for a bad guy. God, what's his name? Broken Raya <coughs> fucking Mark Strong Mark Strong that's it I love that man he's a great villain like even back in Sherlock 
Yeah, I always like his. Um, I, I always like his off color. You know, like even in um, even in the movie Stardust. I really liked. I really liked how like dark that you know that whole experience was. You know, he's like his whole thing is that he wants to find the light <coughs> and be the only living heir of his family to be able to get it. Do you know the kid from Stardust became Daredevil? Yeah, that's crazy. Something Cox. Yeah, um, and I can't. Yeah, Brian Cox, I think it is. To Brett? No, Brian Cox. It. Nah. Brian Cox is the dude from uh, uh, Stan versus Evil, <laughs> or Stan against Evil, something like that, or Ash versus Evil Dead, Poor Man's Edition. <laughs> but Shazam was really funny. I love how uh, at the end, but they didn't show his face. Mm-hmm. They don't need to. It's too good. But because um, like you knew it's Superman. I mean, even from the ne- to the, even from like here down, it's like you know. Just below the neck. That's Superman. He's ripped. He's got the big ass. Definitely not fucking Batman. <laughs> or it could have been Batman. It's DC. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll get to Batman well, here no, in a bit. That, that was just the jokes they had. The... Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything in that movie was pretty good. Like They're, When they tried beer for the first time. Oh, God. Like, yeah, that like was great. <laughs> <laughs> like even Shazam is a big dude acting like a kid. He perfect actor to play that part. Yeah, exactly. Because he's he's just goofball enough, you know. Oh yeah. And um, my favorite part was probably uh, the cussing Santa Claus. Okay, cussing Santa Claus was pretty funny. Uh, no, it was the was the was the little sister. The kid was adorable. Oh yeah. And she's like, it's like I'm a good sister. You know, she's basically like holding the secret until like the very last second. It's like I'm a good sister. Fucking um, yeah, that kid was funny, and the fucking cripple kid, he was really good. Yeah, that kid had some really good one-liners in that whole movie. Mm-hmm. Why so glum? You're you're a, you're a kid with a crutch. You should be happy. You've got it all. <laughs> you got it all. <laughs> I like how the whole fa- yeah the whole family becomes like him towards the end of the movie. Oh says, yeah, that's great. He, he just he just holds on to the stick with everybody else and says Shazam. I love how the little cute, adorable black girl turns into this gorgeous black girl. Oh my gosh, she's like a she really hot gorgeous fucking, black girl. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, she was really good looking. And then um And then like the the cripple kid, I recognize that actor who he transformed into. Yeah. Can't really think of it right now. But yeah, the family was good. The parents I'd seen before. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'd seen them in a few different things, especially the mom. The mom was probably the most. And then, like, yeah, they had that back that heart story about like you know the kid playing Shazam finding his mother. Yeah, and, and she just kind of ditched him and was kind of just a bad mom. They had a they kind of made that valid point too. It's like you've been looking for your mom for a long time. Your mom ain't looking for you. You know, Dad, yeah, what the fuck are you looking for, dude? I know you miss they her, but you've never, down. but you've never really met her. So, and Mark Strong and the guy who played his father. Oh yeah, there was a joke in there because he played Lex Luthor's father, the father of Mark Strong. Yeah, was the father of Lex Luthor. Oh wow! 
totally missed that. Uh huh. Oh yeah. In Smallville. Yeah. Oh okay okay. Yeah, cause like um, yeah I remember I remember that. It was a little thing like uh, see if anybody caught it you know kind of thing. Yeah. Of course he was killed by his son like. Yeah. About the same way. Yeah, I like they're the little Easter, apparently Easter eggs or whatever they're calling them nowadays. Yeah. Could be a big hint for like another movie if they even do sequels for any of their new stuff. I mean, I know they're doing Suicide Squad too because James Gunn's doing it. Fuck yes. Um, I can't wait for Brightburn though. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, Brightburn looks hella cool. John Wick three comes out here in another weekend or so. So, John Wick. Yeah, John Wick 3. It's weird to even say that out loud. They got a third fucking movie finally? Yes. Parabellum. What other fucking weird, mysterious death did that guy talk about in the first movie that we're going to see in the second one? Because mm-hmm. we saw the fucking pencil stabbing in the second one. So what are we going to see in the third one? You know, they get, Did they have another trick on their sleeve? Not a trick on their sleeve, but if the, you know, do they have another funny... like? Uh, I was on a porn site the other night. Some guy recorded it badly. I fast forwarded a little bit. I saw him put like it was a giant fucking silver blade. He fucking put it in a guy's head. And he just kept ding, 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 Damn. like shoving it in his head. Use his other like hand hammer to it? hammer it down. Wow, it was vicious looking. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, click. I got a new. <laughs> I gotta watch it in the theater. I gotta watch it in the theater because it was a really shitty bootleg version of something yeah. recording in a theater. And you can only you can only experience that with your own eyes, you know, and not through the lens of somebody else. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, unless you're watching it on a DVD, but, um, Blu-ray, whatever they got now. Whatever you kids are using nowadays. Um, it's just ripping off fucking people who work on those movies. It's not just the actors. Yeah. It's the electricians and the... Tons of guys. Yeah. Oh. Right. Not There's so many people, like the people that make the sets, the fucking yeah. carpenters, the fucking yeah. people who actually work. Yeah, that's so, why I hate that shit that's why I rarely watch bootlegs because I'd rather go see it in the theater what's wrong with that experience yeah sometimes it's fun to watch bootlegs after you've already seen it yeah like oh yeah I remember that <laughs> that was cool I mean it's not our fault it's on spank <laughs> it doesn't stay on there long nope yeah. a little spank bang you're keeping my dick hard and you're keeping me current sirs thank you very much um so, in the theater, um, horror movies that we could be seeing here really soon. Now, the movie that I want to see the most right now is It. It Part 2 comes out in September. Yeah. I want to see It. Now, much like the main focus of the casting was surrounded around the Beverly character, the Beverly... The Beverly uh, with uh, Jessica Chastain instead of uh, um, Sophia Lillis. Um, very different. Uh, it's kind of creepy, you know, them in the house and shit. Or she's basically in the house with like some old woman. And she's like telling her a bunch of stuff, and all of a sudden she starts turning into Pennywise. And, um, and the rest of the cast they got, they got the dream cast, the people most people wanted. I don't think they got Paul Rudd, but I know they got fucking McAvoy, they got um, Bill Hader, they got a... They got a, a pretty they, decent cast. Yeah, they got people people wanted. 
you know, and that would be the shit though. Fucking Paul Rudd magically appeared. <coughs> he was small. And he just shrunk. He just got real super huge. It's like I'm Ant Man. I can go anywhere, <laughs> even up Thanos' ass, so I can destroy him. <laughs> I was really hoping that was going to be the ending. I know, that would have been the best ending ever. <laughs> oh my god. Save the movie. But it chapter two. Now, now here's something that didn't that we didn't get a chance to talk about last month, but we we're going to talk about it this month since it happened like a week after we had recorded our show um, and posted it. But the remake of fucking Hellraiser coming our way. Oh yeah. And it's got decent money behind it. Who's doing it? David fucking Goyer, who was responsible for... The Dark Knight? Yep. Oh. It's like, dude, really? The guy who wrote the fucking Dark Knight movie? Okay, he's the one doing this movie? That's gonna be the shit. And then, Is Christopher Nolan backing it with him? I don't think so. Uh, but I know... It's like, one, it's like two of three or four people that did the Dark Knight are doing so, that'll be really interesting. I mean, to, to think, to have that kind of care put into one of our classics. Because every time they've ever talked about this, now we've heard this so many times that we almost don't want to believe it, but every time they talk about making a Hellraiser movie, Dimension Films puts out one of, one of theirs. Now, if they make another one <coughs> with this <coughs> most recent director, the guy who did Judgment, I'm okay with that. If that guy does another one, cool. I'm okay with that. But I'd rather not see it. Like, even though I like the... I, I like Judgment. And I really liked his character that was in Judgment, too. Uh, the one the director played. Um, the Arbitrator, I think that's what he was. Because mm-hmm. um, he had a lot of great lines. He had really great screen presence. He had this really cool thing about him. Um, not to say the guy who played Pinhead wasn't that bad. I mean, Paul Taylor did a really good job. Um, but I'll say this it's just kind of a, it's always been a shame that they've never been able really to do anything seriously good um, you know to do something really good with the series I'm, I'm really excited I didn't mind the last one it was one of the better ones than I've seen like yeah. the god they just from like after six, I really hated them all. Yeah. Six wasn't that great either. But the only reason I liked it is because Kirsty was in it. My only real complaint about Judgment was the whole why did they need to use Fear Lee's in there? You know, why why do a creepy version of Beethoven? It's weird. Um, you know, just go with the classic music. Unless, even if they couldn't get rights, do what they did in fucking, you know, Hellraiser uh, Inferno. Just make a new soundtrack. Do something different, you know? But, like, I don't know. They need to bring back that music. Or something like it, yeah. Yeah. And you know, like, if fans of the series, because that's the thing, they're doing it because it's, like, a big passion thing for them. We made our we made our Hollywood movies so we can make what we want to make. And that's what we're seeing out of David Goyer. Uh, and, you know, much like the fact that Danny McBride did fucking Halloween, I'm having really high expectations for this movie. You know, because when we heard Danny McBride was involved, it was like, we didn't think it was real. Actually, I, I thought it was a joke. I was like, wait a minute, Danny McBride writing Hellraiser? What? Well, he came to Hollywood to be a Yeah, to Halloween. And I, the, I thought, I mean, I, I'd seen Danny do some serious shit before, aside from all the comedy stuff he does. 
like he's bounding down all the movies he's done with fucking Seth Rogen and shit but I never thought to myself oh yeah this guy horror like I didn't see that happen I was like <coughs> that's fucking weird I haven't seen that since the theater I need to watch that um but since then guess who else is coming out and says he wants to do his own horror movie hmm. Chris Rock Really? And you know, he's picked the weirdest fucking movie to want to redo. Because it hasn't even... I mean, it hasn't even been that long. Since we had the first one. Oh. But he wants to do... He wants to redo fucking James Wan's Saw. Chris fucking Rock legit wants to do his own Saw series. Hasn't even been that long. No! We just had a ninth movie. What? You know? It's like... Not that long ago, you know. Like no. we, had, we had Carrie Elway's in it being awesome, you know. Like, I mean, there've been other things, but I mean, they're, they've been put, they were putting them out yearly for a while. I mean, over ten years, I would say that. I would say by the time the movie is old enough to where it's been like twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty years since the first one came out, then maybe that would be a time, maybe. Maybe even 30 or 40 years, you know, because I think we're going a little too quick with this remake bullshit. But, um, uh, they have nothing but remakes and fucking comic book movies. It is kind of weird, though, to see that Chris Rock's the guy who wants to do it. Now, is it because, you know, it's not completely... I mean, people aren't completely used to this whole, like, black movement when it comes to... Uh, uh, do what he wants, when, see when how it comes it is, to horror and stuff. And we'll let of, you know what we think. I mean, Jordan Peele's a different kind of cat, you know. He was a you know hardcore horror fan. I don't really know if Chris Rock is. Maybe he is. Maybe that's why he's so funny. But <laughs> he's lighthearted because he's seen death so many times. Like what? Did you not see his fucking role in New Jack City? That was horrific. Oh. <laughs> oh, New Jack City. No, actually, it was really great. Yeah. Good old New Jack. Was it New Jack City? Yeah, that was New Jack City. Yeah. I don't know. There's no there's no role for Chris. Like, I'm going to go back and watch New Jack City and fucking goddamn Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I'll probably just go back and watch Pootie Tang. You know, he... I was watching that the other day. I was fucking with Charles was alive. I made him watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did you like it? Coming high to the sip of tag. He's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he sings the best song, dude. I know it heart by heart, too. Watch. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Pootie Tang and you heard the, and you just heard that pause just there, yeah, we were singing the song. You seen? Yeah, the most beautiful thing ever. It's so good you can't even hear it. You can't unless you're in tune with Pootie Tang. In tune with Pootie Tang. <laughs> As I tap my ears and go forward, um, have a dance to the super tang. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that's all, every time I think of Chris Rock, I always think of that. Or that um, that one uh, show he had. Uh, Everybody Hates Chris or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's done good things. It's not... Yeah. He wrote probably on most of all those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get And directed Pootie Tang and wrote it. Yeah. You know, he can be funny. And... Can he be serious with horror, you know? So I think the... Comedians are the best dramatic actors. 
That is true. Jim Carrey. Speaking of fucking horrific, dude, Jim Carrey doing Sonic the Hedgehog. What? Yeah, guess who he is? Huh. Tails? He's Robotnik. No shit. He's Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik is fat. He is not fat. <laughs> There's no Eggman in this movie. It's just Jim Carrey being weird. I uh, should have got like... Oh, God. I mean, so many... Bobcat. <laughs> Bobcat. No, he's not that fat anymore. I know. He's really skinny. Um, God, who could they get? Who could play a fat man? Oh, the dude who plays Thor. <laughs> yeah. No. Fat Thor. No. Yeah. That was a great, that was about the only part I really liked in the movie was Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Thor. Uh, Thor's, like, Thor's a fat loser. And by the way, he's going to be in Guardians Part 3. As Fat <laughs> Thor. <laughs> you think Guardians 3 will center around Loki? Like, they'll keep going with that. Since well, they gotta build that relationship again with uh, Gamora. Yeah. Because the Gamora we all know and love doesn't fucking exist, and that's how she's back. Yep. Spoiler. Um. It's been a month. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't know where they're gonna do with that. I know James Gunn will probably. He's had the script ready. Yeah, probably. He probably knew exactly what he wanted. Like to right do when about the time he got fired, he had the script ready. Yeah. He's like, if you don't hire me back, I'm gonna let Lloyd Kaufman do this movie. Oh, jeez. Yeah, when's that movie gonna happen? Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen now because of this. What? Because James Gunn getting hired back. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to do the Toxy Four, or Toxy Five. Five. He says he can't. Yeah, I don't think he. Well, he could. But I don't know. I mean, would that be a weird transition? Guardians 3 for Disney. <laughs> Toxic Avenger 5. 5 for fucking Troma. <laughs> and then Galaxy 4. <laughs> Galaxy, yeah. And number 4. As we've seen Suicide Squad and all this other big-ass shit come out with his name on it. Um, yeah. And that fucking... And Brightburn. Yeah, he, oh, Jesus. He's fucking Brightburn. He's fucking know. everywhere right now, dude. Fuck yeah. He deserves Loving it, man. It. Dude, want a guy that we grew up watching, like, and not on screen, but his work. You know, we got to see his work, dude, and he's done nothing but great Fuck work. Yeah, let him have Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be wild, wouldn't it? Well, it's not just him. There's like they're usually filming on seven different continents. You know, like well, or at least like six. I heard. I heard they're supposed to be doing like spinoffs for Game of Thrones, aren't they? I guess. I guess they're doing a modern day one. How's that gonna work? The family crime. still exists. Like underground Their symbols crime. are uh, still on the thing. You see a dragon flying over. Like it's, it's like mobsters. Oh, they could take place in the... Like, like they run the world. Huh. Those families are the four families that have ran the world forever. Yeah. Almost. And Jeez. they've always fought against amongst each other, but the world really has kind of evolved around it. And I don't know if it's as known as it is in this area world. Mm-hmm. But there's a dragon flying over. I heard about that one. But I also heard they're going to the beginning. The very beginning. Which I would love to see because there's a certain society I want to see that they've talked about. I like them doing a prequel to Georgia shit, huh? Yeah. Wow. 
Valeria. Dude, those well, guys. It's like it's a it's it's a it's a stone city or ash city now because everybody in from Valeria apparently turned to stone and it's just crazy there who have like stone skin and shit. Oh wow. And apparently it was the greatest fucking society at the time who had Valyrian steel and had a great backstory that I would love to see actual that era. Yeah. And that's what I'm interested about that if they go back to the beginning. Hmm. See, those guys are going to be fucking busy, dude, because, like, the dudes that wrote for Game of Thrones are going to be writing the new Star Wars trilogy um, that's, like, I guess they're going back to the Old Republic. So Uh they're going to be doing a whole Old Republic series. And, like, I think it's, like, after 2021. Mm -hmm. It's, like, in a couple years. Those going to be fucking crazy, man. All that epic shit wrote by just those dudes. Who would have thought they would have that kind of success, right? Mm-hmm. That the fucking writers... Well, if you watch... the writers of the TV show... If you watch every episode, they go and they interview the writers after every episode. They kind of tell you about the scenes and what's... What was their vision for it and why they did it this way. It's almost kind of like they're just outdoing Martin in that sense. You know, it's like, oh, based on the works of George R.R. Martin, but not the works of George R.R. Martin. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. They can like, do whatever they want with it, and like, yeah, and just keep it to that Game of Thrones, you know, a nobody safe kind of style, you know. Yeah. Is that people watch? Oh shit! Is my favorite character gonna die this week? Yeah, no shit. And how are they gonna die? Is it gonna be vicious? Is it gonna be? Yeah. So, I think that's it for this week, or this month. I shouldn't even say. And tomorrow we're only doing monthly. Tomorrow's the last episode, and I'm not gonna make any predictions. Yeah. I, I haven't made predictions all fuck. I've tried not to make predictions so all you, season. So once you're hearing this episode, it'll have been Sunday. It'll have been uh, Monday morning, and uh, yeah, this will have already happened. So some of you may know, and if the others of you were too afraid to watch, um, you'll probably find out. And most of everybody will probably bitch about it. Yeah. I didn't get my way. <laughs> everybody died. Stavros happy as shit. <laughs> Stavros, god damn it. But they can't because how would they do a modern day version of the family? Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I can just see them being all like the mob. But I'm not sure if there's a modern day. I know that I've, I know for sure they want to go to the beginning. I'm not sure about the modern day. Because that'd be interesting. That'd be, that would go in a completely different direction than the show was ever intended to. It no longer it's no longer a fantasy. I mean, it's still kind of one, but. No, it's like sci-fi fantasy, you know. Kind of modern weapons, modern everything. Opening gunfire on people and shit. Explosives. But I don't know. It'd be modern day, but I don't know if it'd be this world, you know. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, I wonder if it's a modern day, different society kind of deal, different, different layout, different landscape. No, well, people can think what they want. Yep. And there'll be people like us that laugh at you or agree with you. Exactly. All right. So follow us on all of the social medias at Rotten Corpse ENT or Rotten Corpse Radio. Look us up. You may not be the first thing that pops up on Google, but we're certainly not the last. Um, you can also find us on Instagram as well as Twitter and Tumblr. And Twitterface. Twitterface. And until that time... Smoke them if you got them. Even if it's a tuba. 
fa- or a trumpet facing a girl's butt. And go watch John Wick 3. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.